Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. I'm sure everybody is excited and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning. And uh, uh, I say a lot of people are like me, exhausted after watching the Super Bowl last night. Then have to get up super early this morning. I tell you, four o'clock comes so quick and so early. I feel like I just close my eyes and there it is. It's time to get up again. And uh, it's not fun. I hate it. It's not the older I get, the more I hate it. And uh, but anyway, I uh, I'm really happy that the Kansas City Chiefs won. Awesome. Uh, I I know there are some 49er fans out there, and that's good and well, and uh, that you uh, you like them. I have some personal problems, but I won't get into that today as to why I don't like the 49ers. There was a time I did, and they had some good players, but uh, I've got some issues with them today. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, and uh, we'll just be happy that Kansas won. That's why I like rooting for the underdog. It's kind of cool to see uh, when they are uh, when they win. So, But anyway, uh, if you got your Bibles handy, I want to encourage you to get those out, highlight, underline, and uh, so you can have these to uh, even make a little note. Sometimes your Bible's got some margins in there that you can make a few notes, and that way uh, sometimes it's good to have that to go back and maybe when you're battling something uh, that you can uh, read that and be uh, reassured and uh, help you in your spiritual journey. So, but we're going to look at uh, Psalm chapter 1, verse 3. And let's go ahead and bring that up here. It says, uh, Psalm 1, 3. Let me get off here. Um, into, oh, here it is. Okay. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. So, sorry about that. I started to, uh, when I first started to read that, I was looking at Psalm 2, 3, and I thought, that don't look right. That take me a second to, <laughs> I have three different Bibles I use. I have um, this one that I do the morning devotions with. I have another one that I, I use to read at night before I go to bed. And then I have a third one I use for uh, when I preach. So each Bible, they're a little different in how it's laid out. And so sometimes it's, it, it looks like one chapter, and it's actually in another chapter, so it gets me kind of thrown off my, uh, my mark there. Uh, but it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You know, so what we're seeing here, let's set my Bible over here to the side, uh, is the fact that, you know, that we are, um, I guess you could look at us as Christians, uh, as this is talking about here, uh, is that like a tree, all right, planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit uh, in his season, is the fact that we draw our strength and uh, from that river, which is God, which is Jesus Christ. That's where we draw our strength from as Christians. Uh, that's how we have the ability to endure and to persevere. Uh, something my dad said many years ago that uh, I've never forgotten. Uh, when people say, talk about they have a backslid, uh, one good thing is you had to be somewhere before you can backslide. And uh, so it's easy to, to, um, to allow selfishness uh, allow uh, influence from others, uh, the things in the world to uh, pull you away sometimes from the, your, your personal walk and journey with Jesus Christ. And, but it's his, that river, that water uh, that where we draw our strength from, that sometimes even though we may fall and fail, that uh, we, we know that through his strength and power, he, we're always welcome back. It is through his strength and power we can endure in the midst of tragedy. And uh, Angie said, where did you get that hat? I bought that in Pigeon Forge, Miss, Miss Angie. But I saw it, just had to have it. But anyway, uh, so, you know, when we're going through a lot of, of troubles and, and tribulations and things, uh, we, uh, 
uh, have to draw that power from God and God alone. It's not by our strength. It's not by, by our might, all right? but by God himself who strengthens us and encourages us to help us to endure and to persevere uh, through the midst of tragedy. And, uh, and whatever we're going through, whatever trial, it don't have to necessarily be a, a, a tragedy per se as it is our spiritual journey. You know, uh, never make light of what someone is going through. You know what may not seem like a big deal to you, may be a huge deal to someone else. Uh, thank you, Angie. Glad you like it. But um, it may be a big deal to somebody else. You know, there, there are journeys are different. And how we respond to those trials and tribulations are different for each person. And sometimes something that really, you know, from the outside may look like a molehill, may not be a big to do, but to that person going through that, it may seem like a mountain that they're having to climb. And so that's why we have to pray for one another. We have to spur each other on. And uh, as we read here, uh, it says, uh, uh, I can't talk this morning. Uh, let's go ahead and go back from the beginning. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Okay? And so as, as a leaf draws from that sap uh, in the tree that keeps it alive, that's uh, so why we have, obviously, um, uh, fall foliage is when that sap starts lowering down. Then those, those leaves begin to wither and fall off the tree. Well, that's where we gain our nutrients is from God alone. That's why as long as we're walking with Christ, as long as we're having that, that uh, harmonious relationship with Jesus Christ, that leaf will not wither. We will not wither away and die. We will Our, our strength uh, will be sustained, and, uh, but we have to work at that every day. It is a relationship, uh, and uh, a lot of people forget about that. And, uh, and as I, I've said this several times before, it's something that's really been bugging me. Is so many of these churches, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, and, and forgive me, for, for, but it just stays in my mind. There's a lot of newer churches popping up, and all the thing they focus on is music and praise. Which, uh, And again, praise has its place uh, in the church, and it is, it is uh, needed, and we want that. But so many are using that to invoke an emotion. See, our, our, our walk with Jesus Christ is more than just an emotion. Emotion can be fleeting. It is to have true happiness. See, it's what the one thing it's talking about in this passage here to, is true happiness, long-lasting happiness and peace is through Christ alone, developing a relationship. And, uh, and I know a lot of these churches, uh, their pastors have little to no uh, seminary education. All the thing they focus on is praise. People come out and they think they've, they've really gotten closer to God, and maybe uh, to an extent they did. But a lot of times it's just an emotion that was invoked and nothing more substantial or real beyond that. And that's why we have to make sure we're going to a church that we're getting some real meat, uh, that we're growing, that we're having being forced to look in, inside of ourselves to make and doing a self-check to make sure we're on the right path. We need to make sure that we're being convicted, that our toes are being stepped on, and we're being forced to think and reevaluate our walk with Jesus Christ. And if the churches aren't doing that, then they're doing a disservice to those who are attending. And so, you know, uh, so for true happiness, a lot of people want happiness. And, uh, and again, a, a happy feeling can be just that, a feeling, but a happy Happiness with Jesus Christ is beyond just an emotional response. It is it is something that um, uh, that is that is within us. It only comes from God alone. That despite the trials and tribulations, we can say thank you, God. Thank you for maybe even a flat tire. And you're thinking, how in the world can I praise God for that? Thank you that maybe that tire went flat in the driveway and not on the interstate. See, you see your circumstances. You can be like, well, you know, or maybe the tire did go flat on the on the interstate, but 
someone come to help you that you could tell them about Jesus Christ, an opportunity. Maybe that flat tire kept you from going on down the road and, and being in a, in a severe car accident. You know, praise God. And I've been trying to do that personally uh, in my own walk. Uh, again, not trying to act like super Christian here, because uh, believe me, I'm far from it. I mess up every day. I screw up every day. I say the wrong things all the time. I do the wrong things all the time. So trust me. But I've been trying to find the um, uh, uh, the silver lining, so to speak, because when something bad happens, I try to look at the positive. Well, maybe you know, not every bad thing happens is a, is a uh, is something God's trying to teach you or trying to tell you something. I should get it out. You know, even the the disciples. Uh, no matter what Charlie went through, they didn't always look at it as, well, uh, God's trying to tell me something. They realized we lived in a fallen world and bad things just sometimes happen. It doesn't necessarily mean there's a meaning behind it. But we can look at these things and be like, well, praise God, because this it could have been worse. It could have been this. It could have been that. So praise God for his mercy. And this happened when it did and how it did. And uh, uh, so, you know, uh, we can be, find ways to be thankful, and, and in that, uh, we can, that's how we, we draw our strength and our happiness from. You see, it's more, again, more than a feeling uh, that is being burnt, but a happiness that comes from God, that no matter where we're at in our lives, no matter what we're dealing with, that happiness that comes from God, that gives us that peace that surpasses all understanding, that we understand that, hey, God's got our back. See, that makes us happy because, see, I can smile. It makes me happy to know that God's got my back. He has uh, my best interest at heart. And sometimes there are situations I don't always understand. And, it's, and, and somebody asked me the other day, he said, is it wrong to question God? No, it's not wrong to say, why? You know, God, why is this happening? Why am I going through this? You're not questioning his authority. You're not question, questioning his deity. You're not questioning who he is as God, but you're uh, questioning the situation. There's no sin in that. There's no wrong in that to say, God, why am I going through this? Can you show me? Uh, is there something that uh, you're, you are trying to teach me? Or is it just simply that we live in a fallen world and just bad things happen? You know, what, you know that's when we have to go before God in prayer, which is something we need to be doing daily to strengthen ourselves spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, is spending that time in the Word. Again, like that sap that sustains that leaf, that is what God's Word is. That is the, the nutrients that we need to grow spiritually. And as I've said before, as Christians, we never need to neglect our spiritual growth. Uh, so many want to be stagnant. So many people get to a certain point and there's no more growth. And I think that's why there's so many people out of church. It's like uh, Brandy and I was uh, doing the podcast Saturday talking about deception. That was the main focus of our discussion was deception and the further you get away from God the more easily you are deceived by the God of this world and that's why we have to uh, make ourselves or force ourselves to be disciplined to be in the word to be in season out of season to reprove to rebuke from all long suffering we need to make sure that we're staying in the word and staying in prayer so that when the, the devil tries to deceive us we can have the discernment that comes from God above to realize that hey this is wrong this is not a direction I need to go in and that's why we need to do that so our strength just as we we talk about here the rivers of the water, the uh, the sap from the tree. Uh, that's where we get our strength from. It's from God alone. We've been engrafted in to that tree of life. We've been engrafted in uh, so that uh, we are God's heirs. We are His children. We are joint heirs to the throne with Jesus Christ. And, and to me, that is as great brings great happiness uh, in our lives that we can do that. So as you go out and about today, realize that not to real, to uh, rely on your own strength and abilities, but to trust God totally, utterly, and completely. And then you will have happiness. Then you will have peace that can only come from God above. This has taken me something that I'm still learning, something I'm still working on, but it's took many years to realize 
because it's so easy to uh, want to uh, control our own happiness, uh, our own desires. And sometimes people try to say, well, I just don't feel anything anymore. Well, again, it goes beyond a feeling, all right? It is a relationship that we have to work on between us and God. Open communication, talking to God, letting His, his Spirit fill you and sustain you. And so, you know, uh, so I've, I've been trying to work harder uh, because, you know, I think, as Jesus said many times, oh, ye of little faith, I think what we have small faith instead of big faith we have trust issues with god instead of trusting him totally utterly completely we give it to god to a certain extent then we're wringing our hands what shall we do now we give it to god and trust him completely that he's going to take care of our lives that's why i told my wife the other day you know uh, if i pray every day lord is, is it, you know do you want me to stay at fountain life bible church or do you want me to go to the deepest part darkest parts of africa where can i best be used for your glory right now and i and i love fountain life and that's where i, I plan on staying and uh, have no desire to go anywhere else and that's where i want to be because i love the people there i love but i want to make sure that god knows i am humble before him and i'm willing to go anywhere and do anything that he wants me to do and that's something we have to do is fully submit be humble before God, put away any selfish ambition uh, to um, uh, self-glory, whatever it may be. We need to push that to the side and get rid of that and open ourselves humbly before Jesus Christ. And then we can draw that strength from the river and from the sap of the tree. We can, we can draw that strength and have happiness and peace in our lives. But too many of us put ourselves in, in the forefront and God's in the background, which should be just the opposite. God should be in the forefront and our selfishness, our desires, our wants should be in the background. So make sure you're submitting to God today. Make sure you're being humble before God today and asking, Lord, how can I best invest my time into you? How can I best be used for your glory? You know, ask yourself, you know, am I doing these things? And uh, if you're not, then maybe you need to reevaluate some things in your life. What is there something I'm putting in my life that I'm putting above God? You know, God's word says, whoever loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves and a daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So make sure that we are putting God first. We love him above any and all things. Family second, jobs, everything else just falls underneath that umbrella. That God is first in our lives, first and foremost. One day we're going to give an account. One day we'll stand before God in judgment. Make sure that you have, uh, that you're, as the parables written in the New Testament, that we have the oil lamps uh, ready to go, awaiting the master's return, waiting for the, for the groom to return for its bride, the church. Make sure that you are ready and prepared and not like those maidens who left and who was not prepared to get more oil. And by the time they come back, the doors were shut and it was too late. There's going to be a time when it's going to be too late for you to make that decision for Jesus Christ. So you better make sure that you've got, you're on the right path today because it's going to be here sooner than later. I truly believe that, that Jesus Christ is on his way. So I hope that you have your house in order and uh, quit worrying about the temporal things of this world but start focusing on the eternal because that's what's important. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, I pray that it will be encouraging, edifying, and uh, that it would equip the listeners. It's glorifying to you, Lord, that this could be used to further uh, spiritual growth. And Lord, for those watching this morning that doesn't know you, let I pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch over us this day. Be with our teachers, bus drivers, and students. And uh, Lord, just pray that you keep them safe, the parents. Let them get to school and back safely. They ain't problems complications. Be with all those who are battling all this flu mess and pneumonia and stomach bugs. 
that you bring healing upon them. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with our active military, all those who have been sent overseas to keep us safe. Uh, Lord, you'll protect them and give peace upon the families who are worrying about their loved ones. Be with our police officers, Lord. Please let them know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our president. Bring safety upon him and his family. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Let him seek you for all things. And Lord, just be with this nation. And I pray that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate each and one of y'all for watching this morning. And uh, glad that Angie likes my hat. Uh, I like it. It's a lot of fun to wear. But uh, hope everybody has a great day today. Fantabulous day. Uh, don't forget, I, we, me and uh, I think I'm going to keep Brandy on as a permanent co-host. Seems like it's been very successful, well-received. And so as a result, I may change the the title of the podcast and the Docuan Chronicles to something different uh, now that she's uh, come on board to assist me uh, to further uh, the gospel. And uh, so we're, we're praying about that. So be with us in prayer. And uh, so if you want to share these devotions and uh, you might have friends, family might benefit from these, they can find me at Dr. Young 77 on uh, Facebook. If they don't do social media, they can go to YouTube and uh, there I just go to uh, Dr. Matthias Young, subscribe there on YouTube. The videos are uploaded there. Uh, or if you want the audio of whether it's devotions, podcast, uh, sermons from the church, all as members, no video, just audio only. Uh, you can go to Apple iTunes and go to the Document Chronicles podcast, free of charge, don't cost you a thing. You can go on there as well and uh, listen. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.